Uh, we talked about, um, what did we talk about here as I'm looking? We put a article up, but this isn't it right here. This is terrible. Terrible editing. I'll take all this out. Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. This is Matt. I'm Courtney. What do we do? We talk about the do-dos and the don't-dos of personalized learning, Matt. We do. Yeah. You know what we're going to talk about today? I do, because it's like the second of a series, although we don't know how long the series is going to last, but it's the yeah. second. Well, let's go with part two. Part two. Homework. Homework. Yeah. So last week, you and I kind of both spilled our guts about how we feel about homework and what we did with homework as teachers. And I uh, heard some questions and ideas from listeners. And uh, this week, we're jumping into, so what does the research really say? Okay, so we have a bunch of uh, articles that I've got up here that uh, I want to talk about a little bit. Yes. And as I was taking a look through these, there's a lot of common threads, Okay. Are, which is nice. So awesome. First one I'm going to look at is... Uh, is some uh, NEA research, uh, it's research spotlight on homework. And we're gonna put all these links onto our Facebook page. Okay. So this one basically talks about what is good policy. So I'll, I'll start with the end. So they talk about they should advise schools or districts to include teachers, parents, and students in any effort to set homework policies. Like that, yeah, that include totally, all stakeholders. Totally makes sense. Yeah. They should address the following things. Okay. Okay, the first one it says is purposes of homework. Nice. Love it. Yeah, why? Exactly. We're going to be talking about that quite a bit. Purposes of homework. <laughs> I'm not going to do the why right now. Okay. Amount and frequency. Yeah. I like that. School and teacher responsibilities. Student responsibilities. And the role of parents or others who assist students with homework. Fair. Yeah, those are all the things that they say should be in a policy. In some type of policy that okay. you have where all of those things are in there. Right on. And I like how it started with purposes. Yeah. There's a lot of the things that, that I've been looking at here. We we look at a lot of things in educational leadership. Yeah, yeah. Um one of the more recent ones called is called One Size Doesn't Fit All Homework mm -hmm. about personalizing homework. Mm -hmm. There's one called Homework Done Right from a few years ago, which has a little uh, a little text box, which is good. We'll put that on Facebook, a little graphic. <laughs> uh, but really, and, and the next one that I really liked was about the same idea from 2010, Five Hallmarks of Good Homework. Let's go over the, the, the hallmarks. The hallmarks of homework? Hallmarks of homework. <laughs> it's actually the fundamental five. The fund wow, alliteration is the yeah, best. It is. Who's this? Uh, where is this article from? Uh, this is from Educational Leadership. It is written by Kathy Vatterot. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, so oh, oh. We have a, a I'm book. I'm holding up the book for the viewers at home to see. Yes, absolutely. Duh. So, <laughs> so if you're listening right now, take a look at your phone. Yeah. Courtney's there holding up the book. I am. If you don't see it, reset your phone. <laughs> so, what she is talking about. Uh, she's got the five hallmarks, so let's go with this one. Okay. Purpose. Fantastic. Yeah. So let's get into that one a little bit. Okay. And she says, and we'll go off this one, let's start by examining how purposeful tonight's homework assignments are 
and whether there are better alternatives. Ah, oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> okay, so here's some typical spelling homework. Oh, no. All right, do it. Write the 10 spelling words three times each. Oh, can I give you another one? Go. Write a complete sentence for each spelling word. Oh, I love that one. All right, I haven't got an even better one. Okay. Write a whole paragraph that uses every spelling word. That is awesome. I think that's extremely valuable homework that all kids need to do 20 times a day. It really puts that into their memory that they can spell words and use them appropriately, right? Well, and it, is, I mean, right? it also encourages creative thinking because it's like a puzzle. You have to fit all those words together meaningfully somehow. <sighs> Yeah, we're joking. <laughs> I was just about to say, you all know this is, that's, I mean, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. Don't do it. So they, they give some suggestions on to better ways to do that. Awesome. To design their own task because, again, the goal is to give them methods that are purposeful for them, that works for them, not what works for us. Well, strategies, and for it also depends what the, the purpose is. Right. Is the, If the purpose is to just practice and memorize, then... Something like writing the word over and over again actually isn't all that horrible. But there are some better ways, they suggest, okay. to do that. So create your own method, such as write or type the following word three times. We just did that one, right? Yeah. Spell them out loud. Actually, can I interject there? I'm going to be a nerd. Okay, go. All right. Typing words for spelling doesn't actually help. Oh, it doesn't work at all. No, it doesn't work at all. So the, it's the handwriting of the words uh, strengthens the neural pathways for spelling. And so it's like there's something about the connection of the motion of making the letters in the correct order that actually helps you learn the word. Typing doesn't do that. Anyway, back to. So Courtney says throw out your computers and buy a lot of pencils. Yep. Next that's, one that's is use, <laughs> use Scrabble tiles to spell them. Trace them with your finger or create a puzzle using the words. Some of those are, eh. Kids design their own thing. It doesn't matter, right? But what you're <laughs> doing fine. is, well, I think what you're doing is allowing some choice, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's yes. that's the point. Whatever the works point. For, for kids, but it's not everybody has to write them down three times right. or whatever. Um, so there are better ways to do homework. Find the purpose of the homework and then assign something that way. And we'll talk about with the next few about some more of the options that you can do, right? Okay. So, so yeah. find a purpose. Yeah. Why are you giving this homework? Perfect. What's the point? Homework two is efficiency. Mm. Okay, so it says some traditional tasks may be inefficient, either because they show no evidence of learning or because they take an inordinate amount of time to complete but yield little bang for the buck. So true. Busy work. Yeah. It should not be homework. Ever, 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 ever. Okay. Ever. Won't do it. Promise. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. So what are some other examples of busy work? Like I can think of, you know, the the math worksheets where like... One to 39 40 odd. questions. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Do them all. Do them all. Doesn't or just matter. odd or even, right? That's better, right? Oh, just... well, you're giving choice that way, right? No. Okay. So, yeah, there, it doesn't need to be the same for every single kid, for one. Okay. Okay. And we kind of talked about this last week. So you have to find a purpose behind the homework okay, and so like, 100 problems or 40 problems or 20 problems isn't necessarily useful. Right. Right? Does it have to yeah. be 20 problems of the same thing? Subtraction? No. Can't you show me that in like 
three or four steps? Two or three? Probably. Probably, right? Probably. Yeah. All right. So like a vocabulary worksheet for science? Yeah. 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 Meh. Like how are we going to use those words? What okay. do those words mean? What are they? Put them on a diagram. All right. So wait, what was this one again? This Efficiency. Uh, efficiency. Right. Right, right, right. Yep. Instead of, here's an example. Instead of creating a diorama of life during the reconstruction after the U.S. Civil War, Students could write a diary entry as though they were living in the time discussing daily life, race relations, and laws that affected them. Instead of building a model of the solar system, students cr could create a poster to show the planet's temperature extremes, periods of rotation in Earth time, and the importance of inertia and gravity. They could create a video or a game to demonstrate their knowledge of the steps in a process. All right, well, so, all right, so maybe I'm about to like, you know, reveal my education slant. Not that anyone didn't know what my education slant is, but like, why is any of that homework? Hmm. None of that should be homework. Hmm. All right, continue. Hallmark three talks <laughs> about ownership. As a teacher once said, I never heard of a student not doing his work. It's our work he's not doing. That's awesome. Love that. <laughs> That's a great quote. Right? Yeah. So True. Yeah, we don't we don't want to assign stuff if kids aren't gonna do it. And that's a common complaint of teachers, right? Is kids aren't doing the homework that I assigned them. Uh, right, because they are they have no reason. Yeah, there's no investment. There's no investment. Yeah. Yeah, they, well that kind of makes me think of what you were saying last week about the kids in project based learning environments who suddenly started doing you know, giving themselves homework more or less. Exactly. Yeah, because it's their work. They see the purpose and they're invested in it. Yes. So the ownership one kind of goes right, not quite to the top, because I think the purpose one is really cool. But, yeah. But it's it's right behind it, right? Right. It's right behind it. Right. So we have a, a Facebook comment that we'll get to eventually okay. about that. Uh, so let's talk about the next one a little bit. Competence. So it says, if all students are to feel competent in completing homework, we must abandon a one-size-fits-all approach. Yeah, that's true. Homework that students can't do without help is not, not good homework. No, oh, it's, yeah. All right, students, it says, students are discouraged when they're unable to complete homework on their own. Well, yeah. Yeah, and then it snowballs and can create a really stressful situation for the, for the kid at home. And nobody wants that, right? No. Because then school becomes a, like, uh, and it's... It's no longer something that they find useful. So the next yeah. time you give homework, they're going to be, oh, God, homework. Right. And yeah. And then homework becomes the capital H and that thing that makes everybody cringe and right. immediately not want to talk about it all. Yeah. So, so no good on that one. Huh. Okay. And the last one, which I am really interested in hearing what you have to say about this one, <laughs> um, aesthetic appeal. So let me Say more about that. Every day, students make decisions about whether to do a homework assignment on the basis of their first impressions. The way homework looks is important. Five-page worksheets oh, ugh, or endless list of definitions or math problems look boring and tedious. As a gourmet cook would say, presentation is everything. Hmm. Give me your first thoughts on that one. <laughs> my, my first thought is... That still feels like you're stuck in the I'm assigning, I'm making or expecting homework because that's just what we expect. Agreed. 
So we go with a final comment here yeah. of, of, of what this of what this article says. It says, meaningful homework should be purposeful, efficient, personalized, doable, and inviting. Most important, students must be able to freely communicate with teachers when they struggle with homework, knowing that they can admit they don't understand a task and can do so without penalty. I like this, the last like, part there yeah. because that really gets a lot about culture. There, right. right. I like the word inviting rather than aesthetically pleasing or whatever yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was really not one that i really necessarily didn't see that with. coming yeah it didn't no. see that coming no i mean the purpose obviously right. you want it to be have some choice there for kids but have it look good gets me into the thinking of you know making the poster and having a rubric for the poster when it becomes an art project and not a content project yeah I mean, yes, and I can I can see with younger learners, I mean, this is really common, you know, this is why people make a lot of money on Teachers Pay Teachers and things like that, is that having things that look cutesy and fun, I, I, can, I can get that, I can get that perspective. I think that perspective makes a lot of sense when you're still working from the stance of we do homework because we do homework or that homework is for practice or that or that the you know the homework is still very teacher driven rather than uh, learner driven okay let's 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 do this one a little bit okay here's another paragraph about aesthetic appeal yeah in an effort to create appealing tasks teachers sometimes compromise learning that's very fair I'd say sure a word search may look like fun does, I've like, never interject. thought. I've ne it? Nope. <laughs> Maybe some people out there do, but neither of us. Not really. Word searches, even less so. Word, for that's me. what I said. Word search may look like fun, but yeah. it has little value in reinforcing spelling and can be a torturous task. Yeah, I agree. I Agreed. hate them. Okay, oh move, my God. Yes, yeah, scars. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> a better task would be for students to create their own pattern of content related words, as in Scrabble. Likewise. That's for, cool. Yeah, that's eh, whatever. Likewise, crossword puzzles are fun. Again. <laughs> but students may benefit little from matching definitions with words when the focus is on solving the puzzle. A better task would be for the students to find connections between the concepts that the words represent. That's cool. That one is, sounds really good. Yeah. For example, students might group words as feeling words or action words, yeah. as nouns or verbs, or as words with one or two syllables. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, may put something behind it that that is maybe different isn't quite the right word, but you know, yeah. word searches and crosswords. You're right. I mean, I used to do crosswords a little bit when I was a kid, and it was always focused on getting it done, not learning anything about what's no. in there. I just no, wanted no, to no. finish. You just get it done, and that's yeah. not the point. So then I gave up on it. Right. But if you're actually like learning something, I think that would be. That would be useful. We have a long wait. A lot of stuff to talk about. I know. Well, let's move on. So, like, something you just said. Well, okay. So, good. The series is going to go more than two episodes. Yeah. Um, I don't think that homework should be used for learning new things. I don't think it should be the expectation. All right. Like, for example, like, I should, as the teacher, should not assign something that everybody has to do. Um to, you know, an input resource that everybody has to watch or read or listen so that the next day I can do something with it. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to wrap this one up, but so I'm going to lead you into the next episode and I'm going to give you some of the, um, 
Oh, man. Yeah, because then everyone's going, well, what about flipped classroom so Exactly. Okay, so we're going to talk yeah. about summaries right here of, this is research-based homework guidelines. Okay. So we're going to finish with this one. All right. We're not going to talk about it. We're just going to do it because that's what you just said. And then we have a comment on Facebook we're going to read. Okay. So this, this was an article, again, in Educational Leadership. We'll put the link to it from 2007 by uh, Bob Marzano and Deborah Pickering. Okay. You know, two giants in the world of education research, yeah, I would say. Okay. So one of their guidelines is the very first one is assign purposeful homework. Again, Fair. common yeah. thread. Legitimate purposes for homework include introducing new content. Practicing a skill or process that students can do independently but not fluently. Elaborating on information that has been addressed in class to deepen students' knowledge. And providing opportunities to, for students to explore topics of their own interest. Huh. I do not think homework's a place to put new content. I, I really don't. I, I guess I can see an argument if you want to get into the... Um, if you want to get into what introduce means and maybe we can do that in part 92 of yeah, this seriously we can go on uh i think so i don't so know i i okay I'm, we want your feedback yeah. <laughs> listeners we want your feedback so on our facebook page or on our twitter please give us comments about that we'll put that particular um, article article up yes. by itself okay uh because that one is the longest one of any of these and it's it's heavy on statistics and stuff it yeah. talks oh, about well, the yeah, 10, minutes, 10 minutes yeah. of grade stuff. It, t- it gets into that a little bit. Okay. And talks about the pros and cons of that. So we want some feedback on this one. But we're going to end uh, with this one. So our last Facebook post earlier this week, well, one of our teachers commented, Jennifer Pahowski, <laughs> who we mentioned last time, yeah. says, here's a perfect example. Uh, and she's the one who was basically giving up homework. Right. And was right. trying to come up with some kind of system for helping learners kind of do Home learning. Right. Like direct their own. But use not homework. Of time. Oh, I like that. Home learning. Yeah. So she says Today, one of my third graders who couldn't spell her name last week wrote down her Google email address and password and came run- running up to me at the end of the day. She said, I'm taking this home so I can practice logging on and trying things at home on my tablet. Awesome. Will she do it for sure? Yeah. She says, Yeah, because it's not a task. It seems like something that the kids can get into right. for another purpose. In that case, they'll learn all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Especially when they think it's fun. It's no longer homework. It's home, home learning. learning. I like the home learning. We're going to end with yeah. that one. Right. I think you just named the episode. Home learning. Was there anything on our parking lot? There was. Mm. So on our parking lot, which is where, Courtney? At plearnmc.com. And then you connect to the parking lot. We have a couple of new questions on here. The first one says, talks about the parking lot. How meta. <laughs> says classroom Whoa. parking lot. This goes back to like our first episode of this yeah. year. It says, you two recently mentioned having a parking lot in a classroom. Two quadrant versus four quadrant. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear more about how to implement that and how to use it efficiently with my class. Awesome. That is a fantastic question. We will do that. Yes, we will. Yeah, let's do, so um, maybe we interrupt I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll do an episode just on parking lots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, there so. And our other comment that we've had just recently um, shoots off one of the ones we had before on here about math and personalized learning. Okay. So this new comment says, what I do is organize centers and bins based on proficiencies. 
My students can learn a new skill by watching an internet video, but if computers aren't available to all, then I can use other students, other adults, or specific written lessons to help. I try to have as many activities available to my students as I can. This helps me not rely solely on computer use. Cool. Yeah, I love that. Right? Yeah, it's not thinking, about the tech. We right? say this all the time. Computers are there to help. Yeah. It's a support, but it's not the only way kids should be able to learn. Right. It's one way, yeah. but there are plenty of ways. Yeah. So we applaud you on that one. Yeah. All right. And that is the end of our parking lot new stuff for the last few days. Cool. And um, we're going to continue this. Yes. Sometime soon. So where can you yeah. find us to comment on all this besides our Facebook page and our parking lot that we just talked about? Um, Instagram. The show is at PLearn. And, oh, nice. I messed that up. Is I don't know how you... Is it just at PLearnMC on it is. Instagram? It is. Okay, good. Phew. Everything is PLearnMC. Everything is PLearnMC. So whether it's Instagram or Twitter, it is at PLearnMC. You can tweet at me at... At, 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 at the Lolan C. That's a long Twitter handle. If there's only at, one at. at, 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 at I just at, got at. stuck in the ats. So I'm saying okay. a lot. Uh, you can tweet at me at Eat Sleep Stats and, of course, the podcast at, at PreLearnMC. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. So we'll continue talking about homework next time. Bye.